Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Come on, let's stay standing. Let's just give Jesus praise one more time. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. I, I think I just said, let's give Jesus praise. Come on. There it is. Thank you, Father. Yay, yay, yay. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> wow. How many people know God is on the move? <clears throat> wow. I am overwhelmed by your enthusiasm at the moment. <laughs> I'll try that again. How many people know God is on the move? Amen. And, uh, uh, now is a great time to be alive. <clears throat> God is, God is doing amazing things and, um, you know, I just, I love what God does through every believer, but I especially love to see it when God does stuff through the children. And, uh, you know, I think that one of the genuine signs of revival uh, being upon us is when God is moving through the children. And uh, God's just doing so much radical good stuff. I mean, they they had the children here. This church do prophetic words for the the people at the... uh, the healing medicine conference um, yesterday, the Heaven and Healthcare uh, Day, and so they had a little prophetic word on my chair. And uh, out of all the word, you know, they wrote down just simple things, but mine happened to be folded. It, the kids didn't know what chair, who was going to get what. They just asked God what they're doing, and uh, mine that was on my chair happened to be folded in an airplane, like a paper airplane. And on one wing, it had. Um, Heaven and healthcare, and the other wing, it had uh, the King of Kings. And I was like, man, that just feels significant. Because I fly over here every year, specifically to contribute to this, the King of Kings meeting the healthcare system. And I just feel like God is launching stuff. Anyway, Jesus is in a good mood. <laughs> Do you know, I just... Um, Pete mentioned God doing good stuff the last couple days, people being healed of arthritis symptoms, people having, you know, ear conditions being healed, pain leaving bodies. A lady came up and gave me a doctor's report of a, a terminal incurable disease being healed from prayer last year. I think I'll try that one again. (laughs) The doctor's report of a terminal incurable disease being healed. Confirmed by the doctor. Come on. Terminal. (laughs) Terminal. That means it's unto death. Unless Jesus says otherwise. Come on. Incurable. Unless Jesus says otherwise. We sang it today, nothing is impossible with you. Come on, thank you, Jesus. I just, I love, I love um, the, I love the fruit of the kingdom. But I, I love lasting fruit. I love the fruit that remains. And I love, I love that fruit in the kingdom isn't just what you eat in the moment, but fruit carries seed. And seed increases, amen? 
That, that one person that gets a touch from God, now by design they're supposed to become a touch from God. And that they get to introduce other people to the goodness of God. Has anybody been touched in any way by the goodness of God? You say, you're alive, uh, God has touched me with His goodness. Then I have good news for you. You now are commissioned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you liked that one. <laughs> that you that you are commissioned to touch other people with the goodness of the Father. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> In John 15... <laughs> I haven't even got to the good part yet. <laughs> In John 15, just one of my favorite chapters is the chapter that says i am the vine you are the branches who who abides in me and i in him bears much fruit somebody say much fruit he who abides in me and i in him will bear much fruit thank you jesus <laughs> i love this verse as much for what it says as for what it doesn't say I love that it doesn't say, he who tries to bear a lot of fruit will bear a lot of fruit. (laughs) I am so glad you're here this morning. I'm just going to preach to you. (laughs) You, me, and Patrick, we're going to have a party. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Just being funny. (laughs) But I love Jesus. It doesn't say, he who tries to bear a lot of fruit. What does it say? He who abides in me, abides in me. And how many people just think the Spirit of God is here this morning? Come on. Jesus, Jesus is just pouring out His goodness in this place. He who abides in me. What are we doing right now? We're abiding. Wow. And I actually feel like God is is speaking to us at foundational levels right now. And I actually feel like God is speaking to us today, but I, I actually feel like God in His goodness is, is even going all the way back and speaking to us where He first called us, where He first touched us. Once again, anybody in the room been touched by the goodness of God? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and the... Later down in this chapter, verse 16, it says this, You did not choose me, but I chose you. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. I don't know about you, but to me, that's called good news. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, He may give you. That, that we didn't choose, we didn't first choose Jesus. Yes, we said yes, but we didn't first choose Him. That, that, that us being reconciled to the Father wasn't our idea. Thank you, Jesus. But that He first chose us. But in that choosing, it also came with an appointment. It came with an assignment. It came with a blessing, a commissioning that you should go and bear fruit. And not just any fruit, but fruit that remains. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, 
Father, I thank you for just touching us this morning, blessing us, re- renewing the uh, the blessing, the assignment, the favor that's on our lives. Yeah, even to the foundational level, God, I thank you for stirring up things. Yeah. Even even things that have been forgotten, Father, in Jesus. <laughs> Holy and mighty name. Thanks, Lord. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Lord. Wow. We love you. Shoot God Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. <clears throat> you know, I feel like every year I come, there's just so much increase in this place. And that that's good news all by itself. <laughs> But every year I come, there's just significant increase. And I love the opportunity to come from, and pop in um, once a year from the outside. Because sometimes it's easier to see the growth that's happening when you just get, when you get periodic glimpses. You know, it's like, you know, when you just like, you're, you know, you got cousins or whatever. And you're like, oh, I, haven't, I haven't seen my, my little nephew in, in six months. Wow, you've grown so much. It's like when you come in just periodically, you're like, wow, you've grown so much since last time I saw you. And that's what happens every year. But I feel like that there's, I feel like that there's a significant groundswell. I feel like that there's a season that's upon this church of producing not just fruit, but fruit that remains. And I feel like there's an invitation for everybody just to drink of the goodness of God and to jump in with what God's doing. And I've been seeing this picture this morning in worship. And uh, I don't know how much, how much surfing happens around here, but I've been seeing this picture of, of this wave. I grew up in Southern California. I, was, I, I wasn't much of a surfer myself, but I was around a bunch of them. But in surfing, it's not just what you do. Once you catch the wave, part of the skill is is positioning yourself to catch the wave. And and you catch the wave. It, once you see the fullness of the wave, it's too late. It's already past you. The skill is in seeing the swell coming. <laughs> you see the swell coming, you're like, oop, it's going to be a big one. And you, that's when you get yourself in position and you start paddling. Cause, cause God takes your momentum and He catches it up with His momentum. And then you're off for the ride of your life. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Aren't you glad that Jesus, when Jesus came and touched you with His goodness, that He didn't he didn't just pull you out of darkness. Anybody glad that Jesus did pull us out of darkness? But He didn't just pull us out of darkness and leave us on the banks of darkness in dirty rags and broken chains. That Jesus pulled us out of darkness and He put us into His marvelous light. Wow. I just feel... The light of Jesus just radiating, just shining over this place. <laughs> wow. How many people know that, that seeds grow best in the light? 
Thank you, Father. I uh, I shared this verse the other day, but I, I want to share it again with you this morning. And Romans 5, 5 says this, Now hope does not disappoint because, say because, because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. One more time. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Now hope does not disappoint. I'm going to say it again. Hope does not disappoint. And I feel like that God is reverberating that over us this morning. Hope does not disappoint. But... That happens because the love of God is being poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Anybody thankful for the Holy Spirit? (laughs) Wow. Do you know what's amazing that in the natural and in the spirit, the longevity of a good seed... The longevity of a good seed. Do you know how long a good seed can last in the soil? <clears throat> that, that a good seed doesn't, the life it contained in a good seed doesn't expire quickly. You know, in Ezekiel 47, it talks about the, the river that flows from the throne of God. It, thro- it flows eastward towards the sea. But do you know that where that river flows, it flows right through the desert. But where it flows, the Bible says, where it flows, every living thing will live. Where it flows, there will be life there. And that on either side of the river are trees... They spring forth and bear fruit in every season. Do you know what? The river of God actually turns the desert into a paradise. Thank you, Jesus. That where the river goes, every living thing will live. And in the natural, do you know that they've done experiments that right in the middle of the desert, they just decided that they were going to water the desert and see what happens. And they've done experiments. They took plots of land. They didn't plant any seeds. They just started giving consistent water to that dry, parched, arid land. And, and very quickly, plants and green life started to spring up. And then trees started to grow. And, and before too long, you had an oasis right there in the desert. What does that mean? That means that there was good seed hidden in the dry ground for a long, long time. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) That means there was good seed. Somebody say good seed. seed. There was good seed hidden in the dry ground for a long, long time. And the only thing that needed to change was that the water, that consistent water came and it began to access the goodness of God. I feel like I'm speaking to some people in the room right now that that you're coming into this environment where the Spirit of God is flowing. That the Holy Spirit is being poured out. 
Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. And God is doing good things in your life right now. There's a momentum. There's a wave. And that you're on this wave. And God's doing good things. But I want to tell you that God doesn't just want to do good things in your life right now. I feel like God wants to even go back and access good things that He planted there from the beginning. That, uh, that, uh, I got, I gave my life to Jesus in 1999. Yay. <laughs> he, he pulled me out of darkness and put me into his marvelous light. 1999, I gave my life to Jesus. Not long after that, again, I was just telling this story over the weekend. But not long after that, I came to a Heidi Baker. Well, I came to the meeting and Heidi Baker showed up at this meeting. She wasn't even, she wasn't scheduled as the speaker. She just felt from God she was supposed to show up at this place. Now, Back then, not everybody knew who Heidi Baker was. She wasn't like as epically known as she is now. Um, and I certainly didn't know who Heidi Baker was. But they're announced like, oh, we have this special guest here tonight. She just felt like God told her to come. So at the end, we're going to give her some time to share. I was like, okay, I don't know who that is. And so whoever, I, I, I honestly don't even remember who was actually speaking. But when they were done, Heidi Baker came out. She had like five, ten minutes. And when she came out on stage, this little blonde lady, you know, like this big. She's like five foot two, you know. She comes out, she's like, oh, whoa, oh, whoa. Right? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know what that's all about. But when she came out on stage, the Holy Spirit came with her. Like literally, the presence of God came out with her. And I was like, oh my goodness. I don't know what all this ho, ho, whoa is about, but I'm like, that, that presence that I feel, I want that. And Heidi began to, to share, and I, I honestly have, I don't remember anything that she said. I'm sure she told some testimonies from Africa and whatever, but after her five minutes of sharing, she said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to release an impartation for those who feel like they're called to be church planners and missionaries. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, brand new in the Lord. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm called to be either of those things, but I want what's on that lady's life. I'm like, I don't care what she's doing an altar call for. I want what's on her life. I could, I could see this, this wave swelling up and I'm like, I, I want that. I'm starting to paddle right now. And, uh, and so, you know, she made this altar call, and honestly, she could have made an altar call for pregnant women, and I would have ran forward. <laughs> no, it's really true. <laughs> and uh, But she she made this altar call for church planters and missionaries, and uh, so I go, I'm like, I don't know, but I want that. And so I go forward, and she's like, I'm going to invite Holy Spirit to come, and I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. So, you know, I put my hands up. I'm like, God, I want you. And she, she's like, Holy Spirit, I invite you to come. And she starts praying over us. I'm like, yes, God, whatever that lady's got, give it to me. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, these three fingers, some of you have heard me tell this before, but these three fingertips, just the tips started to tingle. You know, 
I'd like to say that, you know, a lightning bolt came out of heaven and hit me or I got stuck to the ground and couldn't move or, you know, none of that happened. What did happen is these three fingers started to tingle. But I just stood there and went, this is the God of all the universe. Like the God who created it all. The God that created the whole earth, the oceans and the mountains and the forests and the stars. The God who created it all is choosing to touch my fingers. Wow, this is the most amazing moment ever. (laughs) And my friend, I had two friends with me. One's over here and one's over here. And my friend, she's like, God, I want more of you. And I'm just sitting here looking at my fingers. I'm like, this is God touching my, I can't believe God's touching my fingers. And I look at her and she's like, God, I want more of you. And I look at my finger. I'm like, I think this is God. And she's like, God, I want more of you. And I'm like, I think this is God. So I'm like, let me see what happens. So I put my hand on her and she goes, and she falls out. And I'm like, Whoa, this thing is loaded. <laughs> Same thing with my friend on the other side. He's like, God, I want you. And I'm like, oh, I think this is God. And I put my hand on him and he like melts to the ground. I'm like, wow, this really works. And uh, it's a... It's a story in itself, but I went home from there and I just just went into this season of just stewarding that 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 smallest thing. It wasn't it wasn't a lightning bolt. And since I've had some some awesome times of the Lord, some some great encounters, but this wasn't a lightning bolt. It wasn't a, a thunder smack. It wasn't a ten foot angel with a flaming sword. It was just three fingertips tingling. <laughs> But somebody say, that's good seed. (laughs) Now say it like you mean it. That's good seed. (laughs) And I went, I went home and I went in a three month season of just stewarding that, that seed. And every night I'd lay on the floor and go, God, thank you for touching my fingers that night. And, and the feeling would come back and it would grow and it would increase and, and as the time went on into three months, like what started just on these three fingertips would just grow all it, all the way down my arm, across my chest to the point where just waves of the presence of God would just cover me at night as I'd lay on the floor. And, uh, wow. And, uh, three, three months into that, I'm driving to work one morning and, and, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not praying at the moment. I'm not, I don't have worship on. And I just, I'm driving to work, just thinking about what I got to do that day. And I stop at a stop sign. So just a momentary stop. I stop at a stop sign, but just that moment of stopping and God just went and filled the car. I mean, this tangible, thick presence of God just. And I said to myself, I said, it actually, I was so, I was so new all this actually freaked me out. I said, God, what are you doing here? <laughs> because I'd only come to know God in that, in that context of me laying on the floor in my room with the door closed, looking at my fingers, going, God, thank you for touching my fingers. <clears throat> I was like, God, what are you doing here? I wasn't, I wasn't worshiping. <laughs> 
I didn't have worship music on. I wasn't praying. Like, and God said this. He said, you've been pressing in for friendship with me. And I just like being with you. But the funny thing is, is I've, I've told that whole story many, many times over the years. And, you know, since that time, I've, I, I've, I've ministered in, I lost count, but it, over 22 nations of the world started the healing rooms at Bethel. We've just seen God do phenomenal things, seen Jesus clear out hospitals and, I mean, you name it, cancer's dissolved. <laughs> Let's just pretend like it's not the early morning service. <clears throat> cancers dissolve and deaf ears open up and God do radical things King Jesus show up where he's not supposed to show up and breakthrough come where people thought breakthrough wasn't possible and seeing children raised up to work in miracles and hear God and just like amazing amazing things Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but, <clears throat> but I tell all that to get to this point because uh, a couple months ago, um, uh, two and a half months ago, we moved from Redding, California, obviously part of Bethel Church there. We moved from Redding. We got sent from Bethel, Redding to plant Bethel in Austin, Texas. So my family is now in, in Austin, Texas, planting Bethel Church there. And uh, we have 50, 50 uh, adults and 40 children moved from Reading to be with us. Come on, Jesus. We already have, we already have close to 200 people that have signed up to go through, from Austin to go through a six-week class to get into, into our, our pre-launch phase. Jesus is moving. <clears throat> but uh, but uh, about... Five weeks before we left um, Reading to go plant this church, I was sharing this same story with the revival group in the school of ministry. And I was, I've told the Heidi Baker story lots of times about t- God touching my fingers and just stewarding that, that, pre- that, that moment into momentum with God. And, but I was sharing this story with this revival group a couple weeks before we were getting set to do this. And I said the part about how Heidi gave this impartation. She said, I'm calling those who feel like they're called to be church planners and missionaries. And I remember saying to myself, I don't know if I'm called to be either of those things, but I want what's on her life. And so I'm sharing this with the the class. And I I said, I ran forward for this impartation to be a church planner and missionary. And at that moment, I hadn't, all these years... 19 years, whatever it is, 18 years. I, I had this moment. I never realized I received a seed back then. 18 years later, I'm being sent to plant a Bethel church in Austin, Texas. And I just started to cry. In front of the class, I'm just like crying. I, I took I, five minutes. I couldn't go on. I'm just like, Jesus. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Can I read it to you again? You did not choose me, but I chose you. 
and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Wow. Here's, here's what I feel like God's saying over us this morning. Now, hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Is the Holy Spirit pouring out in this place? I feel like many of you have stepped into this this place, this season of receiving from the, the momentum, this wave that God is releasing in this place, that Holy Spirit is pouring out over us. But I also feel like many of you, that, that you went through a, lar- a large dry season before you got here. But Jesus is saying, you are now, you are now in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You're now in the watering hole. You're no longer in the desert. And Jesus is saying this, what seeds did I plant in you way back then? (laughs) Oh, come on. Don't make me feel like I'm preaching to myself. I feel like Jesus is saying, what seeds did I plant in you way back then? That, that some of us in the room didn't realize that the, the good seed doesn't expire. And I feel like God is speaking to promises that He's given to people in the room 5, 10, 15, 25 years ago, 40, 40 years ago, that God spoke to you that moment when He pulled you out of darkness and you're like, wow, this is amazing. I just got born again. And Jesus starts speaking. He starts whispering. He starts giving promises to you. And you're like, wow, this is going to be amazing. Yes, God. And then fast forward. Next thing you know, you're stuck in a desert. And you're like, you were in a season where Holy Spirit wasn't pouring out. I don't know. Am I speaking to anybody this morning? And you walk through this season where you're like, I feel like I'm in the desert. But then God, by His goodness and His grace, started pouring out here started pouring out here, and then God, by His goodness and His grace, brought you to this place, to this time, to this season, where His Spirit is pouring out. And what God is saying, if I had time, I'd read the verse, but God is saying that He is redeeming the time. That He is redeeming the time. And He's saying to you, you don't have to start over. It's not just about what He's doing this week, but it's about what He did, what He planted in you 20 years ago. Will you let Him breathe on the seeds that He planted from the beginning? Will you let Him breathe on the seeds? Whoa. Will you let him breathe on the seats? Wow. Do you even have promises that you have forgotten about? 18 years, I'd forgot, I'd even forgotten. I didn't even know that, that I was actually receiving the seed that I received. Wow. Whoa. How many people have, wow. Father, I thank you right now. I feel like there's grace that God is renewing promises. Yeah, that God is reminding us of even things that we have forgotten. 
Thanks, Papa. Wow. Thanks, God. How many people want to let God water the seeds? Not just, not just the, the new seeds. He's doing that. Not just the prophetic word that you got last week. Not just, not just the scripture that jumped out to you last month. But you want to let God water the seed that He spoke to you 5, 10, 15, 25 years ago. Come on, if that's you, I just want you to stand to your feet. <laughs> wow, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> he put some, some music on in the back. <clears throat> I feel like God actually right now wants to bring some things to remembrance. Wow. There's some promises. And in the, in the past, you know, at the beginning, God gives the promise and the question is often, how am I going to get there? How am I going to do that? I tell you, it's, it's pretty hard to surf when there's no wave. And some of us feel like we started paddling. God released a seed and we started paddling. And just started paddling and going and all our effort, all our effort. But the problem is there was no wave coming behind us. But hope doesn't disappoint when the love of God is being poured into our hearts. Hey. By the Holy Spirit. And I feel like God is saying, I feel like the Father is saying this, thank you for holding the seed. Thank you for holding the seed. And I feel, I'm just speaking prophetically, I feel like even people in the room are like, but I've forgotten. I'd given up. I'd given up on that seed. I actually didn't have any faith left for it. But just like the Hall of Faith, when when, when Sarah laughed at the promise of God, but later he counts it to her as faith that she believed God. That God says thank you for holding on to the seed. Wow. He's getting ready to release it now. Wow. That, that makes sense to you. I just want you to lift your hands. We're just going to invite Holy Spirit. Wow to pour out. Whoa, thank you, Jesus. In fact, <clears throat> I do feel like it's important. I just want to I just want to partner with the spirit of God and I know service is up so if you have children you ne- you need to go get you can go get them. But I just I feel like I want to partner with Holy Spirit. If that's you, I just want you This is like paddling for the wave. This is your act of paddling. I just want you to step out of your chair and just come to the front right now.